So, the Eile told us Yitzchok ben Avruam, Avruam hoyle des Yitzchok, vahi Yitzchok ben Avruam shune bekachte es rifke basbasil, arami mepadun arom achoy slovenu arami loyle isha. This is a quick recap that Yitzchok had married Rifke, the daughter of Besiel, who was of course the son of Nuchoyr. Vayeta Yitzchok l'ashem l'noichach ishtoy ki akurehi. Vayausel lo yashem vata Rifke ishtoy, like Sura before, Rifke too was an akure. Yitzchok Davins and Rifke. We already discussed, everyone, the famous Rasha, that Yitzchok Davins, Rifke Davins, they both are desperate for a child. While she is carrying the child, she feels extreme um, pain. And she says, Im kein so she goes to the Novi, she goes to Shem to find out what's happening. You're carrying two nations, two people. And one peoplehood will always be stronger than the other. The Rav and the older one, Yavid Tzue, will have to work for the younger one. Which of course means that things are going to be a little um, difficult because it is not the nature of the world for the older one to serve the younger one. But this is already the third time in Barashas we find that the older one is going to miss the ballpark. The first one was, of course, Cain and Havel, where Cain missed it to Havel. Interestingly enough, although Cain missed it to Havel, but it's only Cain's generations that survived. Havel is gone. The next one was Yishmuel and Yitzchok, where, of course, the older son was lost, and the younger son, Yitzchok, from the name of Zaroski, came in Klal Yisrael. And now we are having a prophetic um, a statement being given to Rivke that in her family, too, the older one will have to serve the younger one, which means that the dominant one will be the younger one, which is Yankiv. <laughs> He comes out red, he comes out hairy, and they call him Aisov. You see Yankov holding the ankle. In reality, in Pusikrovov, we have to realize something very deep. The child is inside the mother's womb. He's there with a the mother who teaches him the entirety of Torah. They once asked Rabshmul Birambom, why is the value of learning Torah in the mother's womb if when you come out you forget everything? So there were multiple answers given. Some people say the answer that at least you learnt it once, so it's easier to um, remember the second time. But Rav Shmuel said there's nothing else to do. <laughs> what else can a person do for nine months other than learn? <laughs> so he pushed the, pushed the pshat. But why is Yankiv, Rabbi Newman, Rabbi Riven, Mr. President, why is Yankov holding on to the leg of Isov? Think into it. Yankov knows that the Navia was Berav Yavitsue. It's as if Yankov knows the whole tension that's going to happen now. If Isov comes out first, the tension got Zangefelich because it's unnatural for an older child to have to serve a younger child. Yankov seemingly from the womb is trying to avoid the conflict. If only he managed to come out first. Hopefully the conflict wouldn't happen. Puzik of Zion, 
Urim, they become older. He's a man who knows how to hunt. He's a man of the field. Rasha says, of course, he was sitting in the Madrish of Shem Va'ayva, sitting and learning. That Yankov was herding sheep. In reality, the two things are quite connected, as we know, our Gedolim, from Moshe Rabbeini, all the way to Dovid Amelech, shepherds were their part. Aisov is hunting, which is something that Yidin don't do. We already brought in here the Chiva from Rebbe Klein, the Chiva from Noidabi and the Chiva from all the other Gedolim that Yidin inherently are not hunters. It goes back with the Shia that we gave before from the Chazanish. Yidin are not hunters. Yidin don't even really go fishing. It was never a Yiddish sport. Yidin usually sit, play chess. Look at the old pictures of what Yidin did as a pastime. Of course, most Yidin sit and learn. That's the only thing they do. But if a Yid already needs to relax, usually it's going to be chess, not fishing. Let's continue. So Aisov immediately sets himself up as an Ish Yudayat Sayyid Ish Sudeh. I want to come back to the Ish Tzayid and the Yankiv Ish Tom Yosef Hulim, but in reality I'm going to take it right now, I'm going to say it. Although, in the entirety of the Pasha, I will show you that Aisov is a man that doesn't see the future. He sees the now. He has a good job now, the owner spent, gives him $10,000 a month, he goes out and rents himself the most expensive car. Takes the most expensive vacation. Was it Zamorgen? Zorgen Morgen. I think, oh, Burch Hashem, you and me, I don't have a terrace. I don't have to Zorgen. Yeah, I don't have to Zorgen. And Maile, he uses it as a terrace to be my father, Cholme Moinoi, on an oven that doesn't make sense. Yankiv, I will show you on the other hand, is a person that has vision. Understanding that sometimes you have to do something today and tomorrow and the day after in order to actually accumulate and see results over time. Rabbi Froyim, the Ish Tzayid is never busy about tomorrow. The Ish Tzayid goes out, he takes his weapon, and what does he hunt? He hunts for today. When he finishes eating what he ate, what does he do? He goes out again, he looks for food, and what does he do? He hunts for today. The Ish Tzayid always lives only in the now. That's the fact. The shepherd, on the other hand, and the Bentoire, both of them, have to live for tomorrow. You take a little sheep, you have to feed it one day, a week, a month, a year. Three years, could die in three years' time, you should have fresh lamb. You have to keep it going the entire winter, so that in the end of the winter, it will have a lot of wool. The Yisoyda Dove is that a shepherd is in control of temptation. A shepherd understands not everything I have now, I have to use up now. I can put away for tomorrow, for after tomorrow. You can slowly accumulate. The Ish Tzayid doesn't know how to put away from one day to the next. And this is one of the problems that Isaac has. We will continue to see this unfold throughout the Pasha but we will see something so much more cruel and so much more vicious, something that's hiding right under the surface that's going to shock us. And 
As the Ibn Ezra points out, it seems like there is poverty in the house. You know what means poverty? There isn't money in the house. If there's money in the house, then Yitzchak wouldn't care that Isa brings him tired. Why would Yitzchak care that Isa brings tired? But when there's poverty in the house, then Isov is the one that's bringing in meat on a daily basis. Zukta even Ezra, some people ask, how can a tzaddik be poor? How can a tzaddik be poor? And of course, the even Ezra takes it as great offense, that question, because the most, the poorest amongst all Rishonim was the even Ezra. The, most the poorest, poverty. He famously wrote the poem that if he would work in candles, the sun would never set. And if he worked in tachichim, no one would ever die. He used to say that he had such bad luck. He says, after all, he probably didn't have such bad luck. If we're sitting a thousand years later and still repeating his Torah, no. Sach mentioned the Zandor, but the world biting plates. Whom they even Ezra's guilt, and was a redden from Zaya, so if you were später. This concept that there's poverty in the house will explain a lot of what will happen in the Pasha. Not because poverty is inherently bad or good, poverty is just an existence, but it can set up circumstances which will make the story unfold in a very interesting way. Vayuzid Yankiv Nuzid, Yankiv is cooking, Agekecht, Vayuvi Aisov Minasude, Vihi Uyayf. So Aisov, he came in the field, Aisov was in the field, and he came to Haim, and he was in Gansen Meat. Hingerig, Vayuime Aisov El Yankiv, Hal Itaininu, Minu Udomo Udomaze. No, the sprach is not exactly normal. Halitaini nu kikaran rasha, pusik lamet. Eftachpi, I'm going to open my mouth. Vishfoich havel toicha, you pour in it. So the image is Aisov sitting on this recliner. Nowadays they sell it. That's not a furniture you can buy it. It's called a glider. And Aisov moves back. And Yankov stands with a big jug of. Um, of lentil soup, Isaac opens his mouth and he literally pours it down the way you pour when you have a block drain and you pull down the thing to unblock it. That's what Isaac wanted. That's the image of Isaac. So the Numen Edom didn't come at the time of birth, the Numen Edom came in at this time when he came home hungry. And he wanted the red lentil. The response of Yankov is going to be shocking. We're going to see this tomorrow. The response of Yankov is going to be shocking. The breeders are heimgekommen, hingerig, ausgemitschet. He asked him for red lentil soup. Yankov's response will be nothing short of shocking. And we will try to understand what's happening. Thank you.